She's Quinn. She's Mesa. You mad, dog? Guys, episode five. Holy shit, man. Quinn, five episodes in already. I know. We're getting old already. I feel the age and after like four episodes. Like, this has taken me out of me. As we've said previously, like, this is like taking up more of our life than work and like Wait. our other endeavors we've got going for us. Like, not that we have much going for us, but <laughs> well, it's full, like, full, like, taking up space in our heads rent free eh? like we're just like we go to bed thinking about the one percenters we'd wake up thinking about the one percenters i know we're just like, always putting in the one percenters we'll get like thoughts at night like may say when i'm just like sitting in bed i'm laying in bed and like i actually get like content idea my best work gets done when i'm laying in bed wait you can actually it's solve like, facets of life <laughs> <laughs> we can actually solve the world's problems when you're in bed don't you reckon like you always have those like spontaneous thoughts come into your head you're like I reckon I've got a like solution for that, or you just I don't know. It's just something about you, like more energetic in a way. I know what you mean, eh? But like for those that are watching on, not listening, we love that you're listening on like any platform. Watch it on, you'll see what me and Mazo are wearing. Fuck, we're wearing some pretty outrageous stuff, and I'm actually just mocking Mazo's little curl necklace <laughs> myself here. If you look at it, this and with a big ornament beat, not even the necklace oneself. And if uh. Coin's ego wasn't going to be the cause for him taking off. That hat will be with the fucking helicopter hat going on there. So, mate, I can get places you can't with this thing. So, <laughs> jokes on you. Well, no, I'm going straight to the far. He <laughs> <laughs> got the YouTuber on. But back about those deep, deep thoughts, mate. So, while you met, like, it, it's crazy. Like, you don't want to go too deep sometimes. Yeah. But, like, some of these thoughts, like, are crazy. Like, what do you have about it? Coin, I think while we're on the topic, we may as well delve into a few stoner thoughts or shower thoughts, if you will. Yeah. Um, and a couple that we've come up with, I think it's, I think they're pretty funny to think about, eh? Like it, it makes you fucking. It just makes you think about things though. And it's like, yeah. Why did I never think of it? Why have I never questioned this? You full, know? It full makes you do a double take on life. So yeah. first, yeah, first cab off the rank, someone's mum is totally using you as a bad example for her kids. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't be that kid. Hey, like, that kid grew up and look where he is hey, now. Hey, and life's all about perspective too. So maybe the only one time that person ever laid eyes on you, like say you could be at a beery, right? And you walk out of the beery, you make a fool of yourself, you trip over your shoelaces and then you vomit and start crying in your own vomit. <laughs> there's a mum out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a mum out there. Go on, don't be like him, kids. Look what he's like now. Or like from a young age, like the parent tells the story like, oh yeah, this kid had a cigarette. Now he's got lung cancer. Yeah. <laughs> but, and he could have had, he could have had one cigarette and then been Usain Bolt level athlete, but still because he smoked that one cigarette, yeah. you're a bad example to that mum. Exactly. But like, there's probably like, literally like, this is probably bad to say, but like famous as people out there doing like the craziest shit ever. So yeah. like, you can still make it doing crazy shit, but turn it down yeah, True. Bit. But I feel like those famous people, they've got that money to be able to afford to do that sort of thing. Okay, so, yeah. well, that's it. But then they also have the money to get the treatment. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so it comes full circle. Yeah, but mate, you can't. There's, there's no. You can't pay for time. Damn, that's some deep shit, isn't it? That's almost like a little deep thought in itself. Yeah, like you can, you can pay for memories for like a little part, like the little aspect, but you can't pay time. We're slowly running. Yeah, and they got a certain amount of time. We can get unlimited money. You don't have unlimited time. Let this be a message to everyone: use your time wisely. Exactly, mate. So, but what about this one? This gets a bit deep into the time aspect as well. But birthday presents are just rewards for not dying that year. Shit. Like, and they gradually, as a kid, they get better. So maybe that's like compensating. Do you get reckon they get better or worse? Well, it's like I reckon up until about now. So we've turned 21 in the past 12 months, right? I yeah. feel like 
from now on, they're probably going to plan it. Yeah, or, and like, Daniel sort of... We need to get, like, links, like... Pissed. But we get... I feel like we... As a, as a kid... Yeah, but as a kid, you get what you want. And then as we get older, we start to get what we need. So, like, yeah. I actually become excited now when I get, like, socks, undies, links, Africa. I through undies, like, they're going out of fashion. Well, no. It's crazy. I don't know whether my farts are corrosive or what. <laughs> 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 and you're full, yeah. full foot in holes in the industry, literally. It's, it's crazy. There must be because it's only in the spot where my asshole is. It's like that. There's holes. You just gotta like. You just got some fucking power behind you, Doctor Carl. Mate, we need you on. Hey, we've got to ask you a few yeah. questions. We've got many questions, and they're they're not the most TG questions either. But I need to know them to be honest. I might have to give you a shout out. Exactly, Doctor Carl. Get him on the go. But um, also, mate. So this one, getting into like a bit of like um. A more agricultural side. If you work on a farm and your job is to take care of chickens, you are in fact a chicken tender. Oh, but shit, man. <laughs> that's what they've done one tundra for hey, today. That's fucking, yeah, that's taken that phrase to a new meaning right there. I know, but it's just crazy to think about you. You're a chicken tender. Now I'm, now I'm fucking hungry, bro. I know. I'm just starving. I could go for a feed after Yeah, fuck, I might have to go get some chicken. Some, some of the Colonel Swine are straight yeah. after this. We queen, but has this. So, do not touch would probably be a really unsettling thing to read in Braille. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine one, you're blind, so God's already fucked you over. <laughs> and two, you you you're just trying to touch out your thing. So, but it's like a little like um, edges like Braille, like pretty much like yeah, little bumps, little bumps, eh? I didn't actually know this little story for you. So when I was a little kid and then being in like an elevator and stuff, have you ever noticed on elevator buttons where yeah, they've, they've, got, got, they've yeah. got little bits of blind on Bro, three. as a little kid, I had no idea what that was for. And I'd be there like trying to yeah. pick them away. So I, I, bro, who knows? I could have turned like level four into like... Level 80. You could have level... I could have turned fucking... Emergency button. Hey, hey, emergency button. It could be a fucking zebra. Who knows, bro? But like I probably fucked some blind kind of us, so... My apologies in advance, but not like they can see me. So yeah, that oh. no one look like. Oh, oh my god, Ray, cut on yeah, justice for the blind. Justice for the blind. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's like a crazy thought to think about. Like, cause do not touch. That would be so scary. Like, you probably think you're like patting the line or something. Like, if you wave, you're you're touching it. You're like, fuck. <laughs> Whatever I'm near, it's not good. Is that a nuclear power plant? Yeah. What do you reckon your yeah. first reaction would be to it? Do you reckon like you'd pull your hand away? Like, would you sniff your fingers? Like, what do you reckon would be? They can't even run either because like they kind of got to go. They just run straight into a wall. You know, like <laughs> they could have got to use their walk room. <laughs> they like, make sure their distance in front of them is like, nah, not right. like too rapid or whatever. And that's why we love dogs. They never guide dog and dog will be on. Nah, mate, go this way. They're the best, eh? I kind of didn't want a blind dog. Oh. How comforting would that be? As we spoke, I actually need someone to guide me through life, so I want me to get a guide. Okay. And someone needs to give me some direction. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking canine or human, just someone help me, please. Well, I know one direction now, podcasting. But <laughs> content creators, yeah, content creators and that. Uh, yeah, the so the this is actually the first episode, man. So, um, the first week after we filmed the episode, so hopefully you've been loving the content as well, like the visual content. So that uh, gets a bit more engaging side of those sorts of things. Yep. But um, yeah, and you're looking good as well. Oh, Quinn, you're looking good. This is one of the best I've nearly seen you. I'm kind of paying out on you the way I'm looking at now, but <laughs> muscles are looking a bit bigger. Quinn, you're too good. Clock's looking smaller. <laughs> 
as always. Egos the Stigger. Ste- steroids will do that to you. <laughs> I tell you what, the other weekend as well, my ego was probably a bit too big in the beer, eh? Like, mm-hmm. pe- I'd just walk up to people and people would be like, oh, yeah, I love the podcast, all that kind of bullshit. And I just felt like the man after that. I felt like I could go in the mosh pit and, like, push people away. And no just... wonder you got that fucking helicopter hat on, eh? You're actually going to fly straight out of here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we're nearly at the point now, like, this po- in our podcasting journey where we can afford, like, private jets and all that kind of stuff. So. We, love, we love a good journey. Like we said in the other episode a couple of weeks ago, we just bought this new place. So, it's onwards and upwards for me. Exactly. So, this is going to be the new content here. That's it. We love it. All right, guys, let's get stuck into this week. Fuck, I reckon coins paying about a dollar ten to say welcome back from the interlude music here. And welcome back from the interlude music. <laughs> like I should have put my house in that. Moving on from uh, our shower thoughts, Meso, that were thought-provoking conversations. Yep. We're moving into intrusive thoughts. And those of that you don't know that, you've all experienced it at one point in your life, at multiple points. It's the unspoken schizo voice in your hand or the devil on your shoulder telling you to do something that you shouldn't be doing probably. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing it. And coin, I feel like sometimes we do give into those intrusive thoughts, but if there were some that we would indulge in, we'd get ourselves into a lot of trouble. So we've got a combination of answers here as to what we've come up with for these intrusive thoughts. But first cap off the rank again, I think everyone goes through this at some point. You're on a family holiday, you're staying in a high rise, you walk out on the balcony of level 39 and you go, holy fuck, I want to jump off the balcony. Yeah, it's just <laughs> something about it. It's like, I just want to feel like it, what it feels like to float. I hate it. Or fall. Or fall or something. But it's, it's kind of the same with like, yeah, high platform or edge of the cliff. Like, Mesa, have you ever been like near the edge of a cliff and be like, oh, I can get one step closer? Yeah. Like, or like, and it I want to try and get as close as possible as I can. But I'm like, I was talking about this with somebody at work the other day. I'm like, it's actually easy to die. Mm. Like, can you, if you really want to. <laughs> We're not saying, we're not condoning that behavior. Please don't. Um, everyone should it. And if you like feeling that way, kind of speak out, like we're always open books as well. One percenters like, are always here. Us. Yeah. You can talk to us, message us, whatever, any of that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's actually really easy to die. Like you could just go to like the edge of a cliff and just accident, accidentally fall off or whatever. You could just enroll yourself. And, but like, as I said, like I always just want to. It's like I'm a thrill seeker. Like, I just want to get, like, a little bit closer yeah. and, like, a step closer and just be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm there. Like, and then feel that, like, adrenaline build up. So, in yeah, people always say if you if you want to make it happen, you'll make it happen. So if you, I mean, on that topic, you could probably just enroll yourself in, like, an American state school. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best way to do it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> As there's no yanks out here listening to this, they're probably all shot already. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but no, nah, definitely, hey, that's definitely happened. I feel like if you're a, if you're a central coast local, you've heard of the Skillion as well. Like I feel like the Skillion's a spot where I, every time I go there, coin, cause like go for walks and stuff in the mornings around Terrigo, we do fitness sessions on the Skillion, that sort of yeah. thing. Every time you're at the top of the Skillion, I know I have this thought. I want to ask you the question. You want to jump the You want to, do you want to jump off? I always am like, do you reckon I'd die? Cause I reckon like if you Yeah, land, that's like the question. Eh? Yeah. You reckon I'd die? Yeah. Like I, it's. If you landed in the right spot on a, on the perfect day, and then someone broke like the tension of the water or whatever, like do you reckon you'd live with jumping off the skewer? I don't know. Well, I think it's mostly rock below it. You said, like, yeah, that's what I mean. If you jumped in the right spot, like if there was a gap in between like reef and abyss or whatever, like would, yeah, would you live? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Like, it is pretty fucking high. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I probably don't think you would, eh? Yeah, it I is not. Speaking of, like, gold jumping from Mike's, man, so we need to organise that, uh, the skydiving shit. We do. Actually, we should do that for a bit of content for the for the viewers. Um, we might actually, and well, tell you what, we after this episode, let's, let's fucking book it in. Oh, that, that's a good fucking thing. Yeah, I'm going to do that, but I'm kind of a bit scared for it, to be honest. That's a trust those guys. Yeah, and... All in all honesty, them boys do that thousand times. Oh, hundred percent. And heights are at the top of my list on fears. A eh? like top. It's like a little bit, not like heap, but I am still mm. like it'll be like an adrenaline rush. Well, that's it. And but I'm still so inclined to go. Like I'm yeah. willing to like brave that fear for just like it's a, a bucket list item jumping out of a plane. Hey, like you just yeah. got to do it at some point. At some point in life, as well as like shark cage driving, all that, all that kind of bullshit. I feel like. Exactly. Uh, Mesa, moving on, you were talking about guns before and school shootings. <laughs> uh, on the other side of the law, we're actually going into grabbing a cop's gun. Boy, holy shit, man. Do you, I feel like I speak to everyone here. You just see a cop walking down like the Esplanade or in a shopping center or in an airport. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I don't want to do anything with it. I just want to grab it. I just want to hold it. Yeah. Like saying, yeah, yeah like, I'm not going to shoot nobody. Yeah, no. Nah. I just want to grab the gun. And you know that the consequences. And I that cop like up and down, Mark. I'm going to grab your gun. Mate. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're fully like, I can, I can take you. You're not you. careful. Yeah. Hey, if it wasn't for that gun, I could take you easy. Yeah. So I'm going to strip you of your, of your right to have that gun. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is, oh, do you ever like look at people and you're like, I could take that guy. Wait, 100%. That's another interesting thought for you. That, you just that look at, is. look at cuts and be like, yeah, I could beat him in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> so you look at this like six foot eight built like the brick shit house. <laughs> Go on. You're like, yeah, I'd take him on. Yeah. I, I see one in the mirror every day. I beat him in a fight. I think everyone thinks. Everyone says, like, when they're in a fight, like, oh, when I see red, I'm unstoppable. But, bro, there's some fight in when you're getting your ass knocked down. Oh, like, hey, it's not about the size. I guess of... street fight's different. Yeah, though. it's not about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah. To get a little inspirational a little, little bit earlier on in the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to be an inspiration a bit too early. But, <laughs> Queen, I feel like this intrusive thought in particular is one that I always succumb to personally, yeah. especially on Night on the Piss. Tackling real estate signs. Yeah. That's yeah. like an Aussie, like, that's like Aussie folklore. I feel right like there. you have to do it. And personally, like, I'm going to apologize to my old man here, but dad, I'm just wiping out the competition. Yeah. Like, I'm taking out other people's for sale signs. You've so run through one of your dad's for sale signs, <laughs> eh? <laughs> well, <laughs> thankfully, he live, uh, he works a couple of suburbs over. Um, but I might have to, if we end up going out on the town in that sort of area, I might have to, yeah, go find the old man. Sabotage him. Hey, sabotage him. Probably like, you don't want to cut the hand that feeds your mouth, but. Yeah, that shit. Like, it'd so, be funny, It'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be, funny. it'd be worth it. It's a good not, story. Twice out, exactly, mate. So, but I got the same thing as that. Oh, yeah, and it's a funny story. I had, who was it? One of our mates when we were younger, he like did the sign thing, but it wasn't a, he did the, you know, like those color bond fence. Oh, yeah. That like. You can literally run through them. If you get enough pace about it. Yeah. Yeah. You could no no handbrake and you just go. One of the boys did it and it was like the loudest sound, like the decibel rating on it was like crazy. Was the <laughs> is, this late, is this late at night too? Yeah, late at night. Yeah. Like, not a sound like on the streets, not a car moving. Like you could literally hear a pin drop in the place. Yeah. Then he runs through that. Little <laughs> house and everything. Oh, I felt so bad. So the owner would have the shittest morning the next morning. Oh, no one hadn't got a fence. Gonna have to pay some wouldn't it? I thought I felt bad, but it was like a funny experience. So I felt everyone goes through that, like a 15 year old. It's like the 15 age group that majority of the time run through signs. Hey, you're, like. you're just helping out like the locals do some renos, so it's all right. Yeah. It's not all that bad. Exactly, mate. So, but another thing like everyone does on the pits or has done at least once is 
The stealing traffic cones. Oh, fuck. Have you seen that page on our Facebook? It's like, um, blokes in their walks. Yeah, blokes in their walks all the time. I love that shit, <laughs> eh? You see, like, street signs being, like, walked home. You see, like, the crazy shit being walked home. Like, the dude took home, I don't know if you've seen him because they're not around as much anymore, but those massive um, KFC buckets of chicken that are on poles. Yeah, mate. See People that. have ended up with them in their house, like, parts of drive throughs menus, all that sort of thing. Like, bro, I, I don't know how some of these blokes do it, but hats off to them. How do you even go about that? Like, yeah. they can't have seen shit. How do you get that? Bro, like, just like, I don't know. Get a crane to get that off. Hey, but, and I feel like when you're on the piss too, as as we both know, because we've done it plenty of times, like, you just teleport home on a big night. hours as well. well yeah, you, you are actually invincible. You're indestructible. You get autistic strength. You, you can just, yeah. Well, you just, you just wake up the next day and you just got a room full of shit and you don't even know how it got there or how you got home, but... It's all there, and you've just got that to look back and reflect on and try and piece it all together. Yeah. But, um, Quinn, on the on the topic of taking big things home, obviously big things are on the way out too. Get your heads out of the gutter, guys. But throwing big rocks or just big objects into a body of water, Quinn, from a substantial height, I feel like there is nothing more like manly, like caveman sort of like. Yeah, if you can, like, you nearly throw yourself, like, a really big height as well, like 10 metres plus, and you, like, throw a really big rock, and it just, like... Probably killing some fish down below, unfortunately. Oh, but like you, you just got to do it, don't you? You just got to like feel good about yourself. And you actually tell us soothing when you hear the yeah, in like the water. You're but fully, you're fully tacking into those like caveman instincts of like satisfaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like back to the rock. Yeah, mm, rock okay. fire. Mm. <laughs> but we, I remember going on a um on a trip about twelve months ago out to a place called Moon and Flat, which is like forty minutes out of Scone or whatever in Barrington Tops. There's no reception, no nothing out there. Right, it's a sign. We went for a drive up a mountain to try and find a waterfall. We pulled over on the side of the road because there was big rocks and we just threw fucking these massive rocks into the abyss, filmed it and put it in slow motion. It kept us entertained for hours. <laughs> it sounded good. That's a good eh? But this one may say got me. I don't do it anymore because I realized how fucked it is. But literally, when I first got my license, I don't know whether other people would... I'm probably just a psycho, I honestly reckon, because this is kind of weird, but I used to, like, drive with my eyes closed for as long as possible. And I'd try to, like, beat myself, like, each time. Set new PBs. When I first got my license, I was like, yeah, I could go, like, five seconds, eyes fully closed, and then the next time I'd be like, I've got to get a bit longer, I've got to be like, yeah. And I'm just trying to keep beating. That's just, like, the competitive nature of me, I think, though. Oh. Just trying to beat myself. I'm always trying to improve. Hey, <laughs> hey that's what it's all about, I mean. Gotten better. But, like, a little story as well, like, kind of similar to that, is... When I first started at Domino's, God bless that business, but um, I started as a bike rider, like an e-bike rider, and anyone knows a terrible area. It's, like, really hilly and just, like, fuck, there's some, like, really steep hills around there. It's a cunt to be a bike rider on, to be honest. I know exactly where you're going with this. And um, anyway, those terrible car park, uh, the road there, steep up the hill towards north of Ogre is called Wilson, Wilson Road, I think. Yeah, Wilson Road. And... An intrusive thought I used to get when I rode the bike was when I'd be coming down that hill, I would try and get beat my top score speed. Again, the competitive dates are coming out of me. I just, you weren't to beat it. So a little bit faster. Did you guys have like Odos on you? Yeah, we had them. So you could see how fast you were. You could see how fast you were. You could see like the um, chart because of that electric powered bike, but it's still really hard to pedal up the hill. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, And then, yeah, each time I get down i think i've got up to like 70 k's an hour oh, going down shit. shit which is like and i swear to god like 
Anyone that's gone down a hill on a skateboard would know this. Like, I got deaf all was on a bike, which is like unheard of. Hey. Like, I, I knew I couldn't beat 70. Like, if I wanted to, I could go faster than that, but I don't think the bike would have handled it. And like, those bikes went through the fucking ringer. Like, they went and they went at some top speeds, bro, and it was like crazy. Clean rumor has it, I actually reached that top speed of 70 k's an hour when I was running back from the toilet for my kiss at the beery in episode one. <laughs> <laughs> no, barely your hundred cans. Yeah, that's shit. What I had, Full hit triple figures. Fucking oath. But coin on the topic of driving as well, do you ever just get those intrusive thoughts to run the red light? I feel like it happens to all of us, especially late yeah. at night too, when there's no one else on the road and you have to stop at a red light for no reason at all. Yeah. Um, there's just a red light there and you're just like, Can't I could just go for right now. Oh, I wanna race that guy next to me if I'm at the start of a race. That's another intrusive thought. Yeah. Slowest car like my car goes zero to one hundred in like Maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's so slow. It's like build up. It's, it's that bad. But I still look at the guy next to him and he gives me a little eyeball as well. And I'm like, mate, it's on. Yeah. It's well and truly on. Okay, so are you always, yeah, I feel like that initial eye contact between the driver who's next to you is always just like, yeah, it's fucking game on, cut. Yeah. Like, I'm ready. Even though he could be in a Lambo and you could be in your Rodeo, like, you'd be like, no, I'll still smoke you. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's a smoke, man. But wait, so massive ones for me, and I could love this. I don't know whether it's an intrusive thought, but it just makes me kind of happy, which is kind of cynical of me. But hoping kids fail in public. Like, there's nothing funny. <laughs> that stacks of black, or like his ice cream falls off the coat. It just The other day when I was in the tunnel, I said his kid crossing the pedestrian crossing, and his ice cream falls off. Fell off. He just started crying in a minute. He just stopped in the middle of the pedestrian crossing and started bawling his eyes out. Oh, mum had to like scoop him up to bring, get him off the road and shit. Damn. I'd always like in the car at the pedestrian crossing and I was laughing like, oh fuck. It was the funniest thing I ever seen. He's like, well, I actually get something out of like, what's thing? People's demands. Go. Do you even like when I feel like when you see kids out in the surf and that sort of thing, there's big surf, you're just like, just go a little further, buddy. Little further. Yeah. And I just get absolutely pumped by a wave, man. And it will send them ass up. It's so good as well. Like, it's like the calm before the storm. You see a kid step on a bike and you can t- he just looks up straight away and you're like, this boy about to cry. They get that look in their eye. Yeah, for a split second, like one or two seconds, they're like, all right. And then they just burst through the tears. And That's like, so funny. Fuck, I'm going to be a bad dad, eh? Oh, I just feel laugh with my kid though. To after, I'm so going to be that dad that's like, if my kid has a stack, I'll be like, you're right, mate, I'll get you a cup of concrete and you can harden up. Yeah. Or you just like, you fix all the world's problems that, with fucking... Be that tough guy. Yeah. Be that tough guy. Be that yeah, Tough love. That's Quite how they. Punishment and shit. That's how you raise them right. But yeah, super duper fix all the world's problems. Exactly. So they just them in and say, yeah, definitely. They can, they can fix a broken arm. Hey, well, speaking of potential broken arms, Queen, I feel like this intrusive thought gets to us when we're at the gym. So when you're spotting your mate on, let's say, bench as an example, when yeah. you're doing chest press, and he's benching heavy weight, and he asks you for a spot, you help him unrack, and then you see him start to struggle, and he's like, "Yep, done, done," and you just watch him suffer. Like she just like, I reckon this is gonna like, is this gonna kill him or is yeah. he like, is he gonna drop it on his face? What's gonna happen? But you saw it just like intrigued you. I haven't said that like me or TikTok or something, and it's like when when my um when my mate or my little bro is about to beat my bench PB, and it's like 
it's like a Thanos waist. It's like pushing the bar back. <laughs> Not today, little one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when I say a mate about to beat my PB on bench or like squat or something, I so just want to like tackle them or something. Oh. Like, to prevent them from doing it in some aspect. Hey, it's like you've got to act like you're happy for your mate who's just achieved something, but then fucking in your head you're like, no, no one's, no one's better beat than me. Yeah, no one's better than me, seriously. But, hey, so this is a good one as well. Finding the urge to tell someone at work to get fucked. Or especially customers. Like when yeah. someone's just being an absolute bitch to you and all you want to do is tell them to fuck off or give them a left, right, good night. I've kind of gotten to that point, honestly. Like it, I've got like a short, short, short like now. patience. Yeah. yeah, like I actually do. This probably shouldn't say this. I hopefully no one from works listens to this. But I actually, Don't worry, as Australia listen. Shit. <laughs> I actually like... Don't want to give them what they want. No, like I don't want to try not to now. Not at all. Because I'm like, I don't want to see you succeed. Because you're just a fucking dick. Oh, this is. I feel like not many people understand this, but like working at JB Hi-Fi and putting TVs in cars, people will always say to us, "It'll fit," and we're like, "Mate, it's not gonna fit, yeah, mate." I'm, I do this fifty times. A I, day. I do this for a living. Trust me, it is not gonna fucking fit in your car. There's actually been one time that it happened to me, and he made it fit. And, and I was so embarrassed because he tried to put a massive TV in like a fucking Honda Jazz, bro. And I was like, bro, it's not going to fit. And he goes, no, nah, trust me, the seats go all the way down. I was like, I don't care. It's not going to fit. And then he showed me up and I was like, fuck. So I got to, I got to give respect where respect's due. Yeah. But you see other people coming up to get like 85 inch TVs, which is like as tall as you. And yeah. then they're trying to fit them in like high on night, high 30s, man. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and that is, and that's an instance of where you just want to tell fucking the customers to get fucked. 100%. But also, Queen, speaking of cars, the mental battle of if you've locked your car or even your house. So, like, say you've gotten oh. to work, you've gone in, you started the day, and then you're like, shit, did I lock the car? I've got my wallet in there. Like, is there anything valuable in there? Will someone steal my shit? Like, yeah. second-guessing yourself. My dad's anal on getting shit out of my car. He's like, yeah, there's been a lot of break-ins lately. I was like, I haven't heard of any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Dude, you just said it to scare you. Yeah, the ears out. But Mason, that's so true. Like, fuck, I had second, as we always say, you got to back yourself. Back like, yourself. I always just... back myself. Like, I always like second guess myself. I'm like, oh, did I lock the door? Did like, I'm, I never really locked my car. I'm not gonna lie, like, pretty bad. If anyone ever sees my car, you can go out of sleep in there. And I'm like, <laughs> it's always happened. Go sniff small pizza boxes. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, that's like a bad one. Like, I've done that at work before, Mason. Well. Went out the store at like nine or whatever, and I forgot. I've driven off. I'm like ten minutes away. Off in the drive, I'm about fuck. Did I like close the door? Did I lock the door properly? And now every time, and I, I drove all the way back, and I actually did. Mm. So I should have backed myself. Yeah. But from now on, I just triple check the handle every time I leave like the store because yeah. I'm like, I've got to make sure it's locked. Wait, even with cars, like I have to take my set of car keys to the gym every time we go. Sometimes I won't even be driving and I'll try and lock my mate's car with my keys. <laughs> I really did that. I was like, oh, mate, good job for locking up. I was just, just being safe, trying to lock your fucking Holden with my Subaru keys. Yeah. Just, just trying to be safe. And it finishes off, Mesa, with a great one, is trust issues, massive intrusive thoughts, and in particular, cheating. Bro, I think that's like subconsciously like, most people's biggest fear is obviously getting cheated on because it's supposed to be the person that you're you've made a commitment with and like yeah. you're in love with. Just the thought of them, even and ninety nine percent of the time, it's not true, right? Yeah. 
but it's just the thought of them like being me somewhere else. It's just that that just hits home. That thought hits home, eh? Hey, it's like it's like you're shit. oh, it's like you're not enough. Like when you first like break up with an ex or something, and then like the first ever photo or something you see, bro, you literally see a photo of them, and then like in the distance, like fifty meters away, there's a guy in the background. You're like, no, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, like, like, what does it mean? Like it's like oh, it's that shit, and you just like. Oh. You feel like shit or you hear a story of them hooking up with somebody or, or like nah, that's it. Yeah, and I feel like for girls as well, it's the, it'd be the exact same. Exact same. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, anybody. It's literally like, that's like the worst thing ever. But boys out there, if you um thinking about your girls cheating on you, she probably is. But <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you play halfback and you're, uh, sorry, if your boyfriend plays halfback, uh, he's probably cheating on you. Cheating as on as you. we said uh, a couple weeks ago, he's the leading guy on the team. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> And he's the star player of the team, so he can do whatever he wants. But great cheese on his abs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, but that's intrusive thoughts. So hopefully we got you thinking, but not too heavily. All right, one percenters. So obviously, Coin and I, we talk about Sunday scaries a lot, so we don't want to scare you. But we're going to talk this segment about scary things that put you on notice. So those things that sort of give you goosebumps, make you nervous, get your stomach churning. We've just got a couple of things out there to make you a little uneasy, Coyne. Oh, shit. I know what it's <laughs> like. Making me, like, really scared. Yeah. Oh, oh. like, cringing, like, at the thought of it and just, like, squeeze oh. out. If you're, if you're watching the film along with this, Coyne, I can't sit still when we talk oh, about this sort of stuff. thinking about these things. Yeah, fuck. Coyne, I'm, I'm just going to start things off straight away so we can get through this segment as quick as possible. Yeah. So I don't want to make you too nervous. Being the furthest bloke out in the surf. Yeah. That's rough, bro. <laughs> that's that's well, scary. Actually, you always got to make sure that there's one further out than you. Always. So if there's a shark come by, they're eating them first. <laughs> <laughs> you got to protect yourself at all costs and make sure you ain't getting eaten at birth. That's, in reality, that's not how it works. Not but at that's... It's just what a little bit of, think about? it's a peace of mind though, isn't it? Let's say, so like, okay, this guy's got me. I swear, yeah, I swear to God, bro, if I realise I'm the furthest out in the surf, I've called paddling before the other person. Oh. Like, and make sure there's somebody always further out than me. Yeah, 100%. You've got to. Especially in murky water, like on a bad day, like an overcast day. Those conditions just like scare you. Like, How bad is it though when there's like, the conditions aren't great, but it's probably during like the middle of the day when everyone else is at work, but there's only, yeah. two, there's only like two of you out there. Yeah. I went for a swim this morning with one of the boys and um, at all times I made sure Nat was out further than I was. <laughs> You're a good friend. Uh, yeah. He's a good friend. He took one for yeah, the team. He, he was, was going to sacrifice himself. So a little about walking around the shop with somebody, something you bought elsewhere and everyone thinks is stealing. Especially when you don't get a bag from that shop. So say you've bought like a shirt from like General Pants, for example, but then you walk into City Beach. Yeah. And it's like, bro, everyone just 100%. Like you think in your own head, you make it a big deal. You so think that everyone thinks that you've taken that shirt off the rack and you're not going to pay for it. Yeah. I actually got a good story about that. I, was, yeah. I went for a run one time and it's raining. Like I was in demon mode. Full Dave Goggins. Yeah. Sorry. I was put Dave it on us. Exactly. I went for a run one time. I was running to a friend's house and yeah, it was raining. So I, I, to be fair, I did look sus. Like I look super sus. And I, I'll go into Coles. I'll stop by Coles on the way and I'm drenched. And I've got my backpack on because I'm running to my friends. I've got clean clothes in there in a, co in a Coles bag. Like, <laughs> and in the Big middle of Coles, I, just, I wanted to make sure my clothes were still dry in the bag. 
and uh, I get going to Coles, and I like just I look at the open Coles bag, right, and and then I close my bag back up, so it looks like I've got a Coles bag, and that put shit in there, <laughs> and then, like straight away I heard like on the microphone, like can we get like security to like this area? Shoot, and I I was just I didn't think anything of it at the time. I was like, oh, they say all these announcements all the time, yeah. and then I just felt like all these Coles workers just like were following me and shit. Like, I was literally just trying to go get some chockies from the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just felt their presence. And I went to a self-serve checkout, and they, like, left it. And then, as I'm in self-serve checkout, they're like, oh, yeah, a security guard came up to me. I don't even know whether it was a Coles one or fucking the shopping centre one or whatever. The equivalent of a parking ranger. Yeah, pretty much. A dickhead. Yeah. And um, he's like, oh, mate, can you just show us what you, what's in your bag? And it was the best feeling ever, just showing him and there's nothing in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I stole. You've all given him a one-up. Yeah, I feel one-up. I, I outed the fuck out of yeah, him. Yeah, like... 100%. I feel like, yeah, it was probably... You probably did yourself a disservice by going in the coals with a backpack too, and you, you'd be all sweaty. So people would think you, you could have just robbed somewhere else and then gone into the Oh, coals. yeah. I admit, like, it was major suspect. It looked sus. Yeah. Like, I'd, if I was a worker, I'd probably be like, what the hell is this in? Yeah, but, like, you run them in there, obviously, all sweaty. you got a backpack on. People think you probably just robbed the KFC across the road. Yeah. And then you've just gone straight into Coles and been like, okay, I've just robbed KFC. I deserve a drink. I'm going to Coles. And then yeah. you buy yourself fucking cold water or Powerade or something like that. But, nah, that definitely puts you on notice, Queen. As does feeling your pockets... And they're empty. You can't feel your phone or your wallet. I always make sure my like wallet and phones are on me. I lose them quite often though. So. Oh, I feel like the three things that you just like you don't want to lose are your phone, your wallet, and your keys. And unfortunately for Net me, virginity. At some point, yeah, we never lose. <laughs> Can I <laughs> <pissed it? laughs> And we're actually doing a giveaway for Queen's yeah. uh, virginity. <laughs> One of the episodes. Uh, next giveaway. Yeah, our virginity. <laughs> we started with bullet females. <laughs> We started to the <laughs> We started with vomit. Now we're doing coins virginity. It, actually, no, it's not a giveaway. It's an auction. Yeah, we're gonna see what offers we get in. I will take fucking only enter if you're a baddie, but <laughs> everyone's a baddie. All our listeners are baddies, queen. Exactly. Um, but or oh, losing your wallet, bro. I actually had this happen to me last year when we were in um the Gold Coast on a boys trip. Yeah. Oh man, they obviously you have to order new cards. And oh, and it was it was the worst experience ever. Like my guts just the heart drops. Yeah, I was gonna say heart fully drop when you just press your pocket. You don't even reach in. You just tap the outside. Yeah, enter, it's it, and nothing. It's flat. You yeah, feel your thigh, and think that's not good. And tell you what, the one thing I will give to Queenslanders personally, Queen, as New South Welshmen, we don't like to praise them. Yep, but. I do love their little system up there of those electric bikes that are just everywhere that you can ride around. But that ended up being my demise as to how I lost my wallet. So obviously yeah. riding from the beachfront, exactly riding from the beachfront at Surfers Paradise back to the accommodation, um, they've got a little basket on the front of them. It only cost me like 30 cents and I was riding around for like an hour. Like it's great. Um, yeah. But then get back to the accommodation, forget to clear the basket where my wallet and phone were. I've obviously, oh, sorry, maybe my phone wasn't even in there because it was probably in my pocket, but I've gone back out to look for my wallet. All the boys have started ripping up sofa cushions and all the rest and go through their beds. Yeah. No one's been able to find it. I had about 250 bucks cash in there that we'd um, won at the casino the night yeah. before, and then it was just all gone. So I was just like, that was that was a scary experience. And from now on, like, my wallet is attached to me at all times, eh? Well, how did you in your dickhead as well? I just remembered this. Yeah. Literally, I lost my wallet. 
<laughs> and I was like, I think I left it in your car. Like, that's the only place I can remember it being. And you're like, nah, check my car. It's not there. But three weeks later, the dickhead fucking messaged me. He's like, oh, yeah, your wallet is my car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're lucky I didn't. Because I was so suspicious. I was like, nah, I need to go around at Mesa's and breaking one night and just like check his car. Because <laughs> I don't reckon don't, it's in there. Don't trust me. Sure. It was literally three weeks, I reckon. And like you'd think I'd well, bought a new car, but stuff like that. it was in the weirdest spot. It was like tucked under the seatbelt buckle. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm actually being serious. I know yeah, you yeah. something. Yeah, right, fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> Mesa, I'm gonna have to one up you on that last one. Losing your phone and stuff is yeah. your dog getting out, or oh, oh. and you just think about the worst. Like, oh no, they run out on that. I live near a main road as well, and yeah. like, oh no, fuck, they live. I live near a main road. This is not good at all. Right, it's honestly the scariest thing ever. Like, obviously having. Sooty the poodle, little puppy. She yeah. is like a Houdini dog. She can get out of any small crevice. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish I had that ability to get out of situations like she can. Yeah. But, <laughs> but she has snuck out that many times. But the good thing is that we live in a, a quieter street and she loves people. So she'll just go to the first person she sees. But the amount of phone calls we've received over the years of her just like getting out. Obviously your heart drops every time because you just expect the worst. Yeah. But like, fuck man, just dogs getting out in general, like. You got a feel for the owners. I know. And it's just like, humans are actually more attached to their dogs than other humans. Oh, like without I, a doubt. I, like, if the worst thing, like, like losing a dog or like just a dog passing away. Cause like, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you've had a rough day at work. The one person you come home to is always happy to see you as your dog. Always. And they're always going to be like the exact same. Like every time you get there, always no. happy, always one of the hard, like, Yep. All that kind of stuff. They're just like, they're real ones. Really. You could have killed someone that day and your dog would still be happy to see you. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't go wrong with puppies. But coin as well, I know that we both experienced this as kids, obviously living in a quieter suburb and that sort of thing. We're always skating around. Yeah. Skating down a big hill as a kid, but then getting the death wobbles. That yeah, answer you on that before, right? Yeah. I touched on that before with the bike. Yeah, skateboard death wobbles, all oh, that's scary. That puts you on notice. You're thinking like, Shit, shit, like that's, and everyone's out of stack where they've torn heaps of skin off it oh. at some point. Full shredded you up like a piece of fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just roll, like, you know, like the worst part about it is you can't stop it. Like it's like you get to a certain speed, you're like, oh, I'm only going to get faster and I can only feel the board like wigging out a lot. Yeah. And so you just know it's inevitable. It's like you just go cop, cop like nothing. Massive stuff on the oh, skateboard. Definitely. I feel like I'm exposing myself a little bit here too, but I used to like skate down um, the hill just around the corner from me when they'd first redone the tar on the road because it was obviously really nice and smooth. Yeah. I used to get death wobbles every time going down there, but my coping mechanism to do that, bro, I'd sing a song to myself every time yeah. without fail. Like <laughs> I'd be like, I don't even know what song was like good at the time, but I'd just be like singing everything. Then you'd be going down there. And I swear that actually stopped me from like, Stacking it every time as well. Yeah. A little bit of superstition there. A little bit. Of, that's a very superstitious of you. Yeah. Mate, so bringing it back to a bit of the sports side, and I know you can attest to this, oh. but versing a Polynesian, sc- Polynesian school at a primary school garden. <laughs> or a Polynesian kid. That guy that just was, he had to check his birth certificate when he was 10 years old. He looked about 18. Yeah. Because your fucking teachers would be bringing you around like slices of oranges and this could yeah. be eating a family box to himself warming up for the next game to beat you. Yeah, our bro's just gone over to RSL and had a couple of beers and comes yeah. back. <laughs> and he's just had a friend. He's just had a shave. Yeah, he's like, just had a shave. Yeah. Like, 
that that puts you on notice. That that's some scary shit when you met. Cause like I swear to God, like we didn't really like where we've grown up is like majority. I feel like a pretty like um, Caucasian like area. Yeah, definitely. And so like when you go down like Sydney and stuff, it's a lot more ethnic and like that kind of things. And that was when we started like versing a lot more of those kids and. Fuck, they were talented as well. They were big guys, and but they could move, they could pass the ball. Like, yeah, that was that was scary. It was like a it was a full culture shock. It was and, and a footy shock as well. Well, rumor has it, coin they're actually the same size now at twenty one yep, that we they as they were at ten. Yep, <laughs> probably not wrong. It was with that actually. <laughs> well, coin I know that I've personally experienced this next one a couple of times. Hence why I'm wearing a hat right now. Yes. Acne breakouts before social events. Yeah, that's bad. You know, you're going on a date or nothing worse and you see these fat pimples pop up a day before a big day. Oh, it's honestly, yeah, it's honestly nothing worse. And you just think your world's going to end. And then you just, I don't know why. It just makes you think that they're going to be like shallow enough to like, that's going to put them off. I mean, they could be. They, they could be. Know. Then you never know. That's what first dates are for. You I just guess. want them to see you at your best. You do. Well, maybe go the alternate route, like guys and girls these days. Maybe just go and look as bad as you can. Just say to them, like, this is the worst I can get. Yeah, you're only up for me. <laughs> go, go naked with socks on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, maybe don't go too that, that far, but uh, that's kind of fucked. But no, so I love this one. <laughs> this is kind of fucked. But preparing yourself for coitus. <laughs> You've had a few beers. Your old boy's not working too well. Shit. You've gone to the bathroom just to prepare and you try to just slap it up. You're doing everything you can and it can't get hard. Uh, oh, no. Bad, eh? The blood's running elsewhere. You just, you, <laughs> you just know, like, because you just want to impress as well. And it's just like, like, she's not going to be impressed with the one inch destroyer. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That they can't even get up. Yeah, that can't even get up. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? You can't do anything with that. Like, <laughs> it's just there for show. It's like a slinky. Yeah, <laughs> a little worm. Yeah, oh that shit, man. Coin. I reckon I can even. I could probably even one up this. Trusting a fart when you got a stomach bug. Fuck, that's sketchy. I've had that in Bali recently. Yeah, I actually, I actually trusted a fart. And I'm never going to trust one again because I did a little fall. I had to throw the engines out. It wasn't a big fall. Get rid of the evidence. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone it was well at the time, but it was when I was like really sick and I was shitting and vomiting everywhere. And I was just like, oh, I was in bed. I was like, oh, I'm the truth got off of the toilet two minutes ago. Come and bother to get up again. And then I was like, oh, I just let a sneaky out. And I tried to like open my butthole up and back to that crib to like, to like make sure like, it could just slip past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Bad regrets. Oh, man. It's... One of my big regrets of life. Hey, and you're just trying to, like, we're actually... You know, 21 years old. Oh, bad. Oh, yeah, it happens to the best of us, don't you? Yeah. Right? Probably still be having them when we're 40, don't yeah. you? But you you actually tried to achieve our New Year's resolution. You you tried not to second-guess yourself. You're like, no, nah, I'm trusting my instincts here. I'll be fine. And your body just fucking did you a disservice. I know. You can't control it. Your mind tries to control it, but your body tells you otherwise. Though. Yeah. No, that's it. But... Coin next on the list. When your parent gets the shits at you and they use your full name. Fuck, that's scary, eh? Mason Scott. Corbin. Middle name. Yeah. With the middle name out. Yeah. Like Clint Rowan the Great. No. <laughs> <laughs> your middle name was Rowan the Great. Clint Wadog <laughs> Norris. <laughs> gets whipped out. See that? I'm very scared. That would, that would take away, but honestly, like, 
Yeah. They first name, middle name, last name, you know you're in trouble. Parents are, when when parents see red, shit. That's been better watch you out. They could beat anyone. They could beat that six foot eight. They could be on no, whatever you were talking yeah. They could literally get the infinity stones and fucking click in half the universe. Yeah, bro. Nothing. Oh, honestly, I don't think there's anyone opposing them. That's in, nothing worse than like a very calm mum that gets like sees red. Yeah. Like some shit happened oh, with that. That's like, that's boss level shit. Yeah, you go to another dimension, like you're about to get put in a whoopie. Oh god, yeah. Anyways, may say to finalise this segment and I reckon the best one is the pirating ad on old Aussie DVDs <laughs> from early two thousand. <laughs> That was fucking scary. That's a nostalgic feeling. That's so nostalgic, bro. I, I can hear the music like beating in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a handbag. Remember, it had Why that. Why would you steal this move? Yeah. That's it. You wouldn't steal this. Why would you steal this? Wait, that was so scary, man. I've never pirated a movie. That's the only reason why. Dude. Honestly, every. Oh, yeah. And the full say, you can get up to like 30 years of jail. You probably get like. Two days, maybe. <laughs> like Bro, reality. Like, yeah, we've probably stolen a couple of traffic cones in our day, but never a movie. You wouldn't steal it. You wouldn't dare do it. You wouldn't dare steal a movie. But guys, hopefully we haven't scared you too much and you've stuck around for that whole segment. But we've got some more exciting things coming up. Here. Um, and for those of you watching this podcast, no, watching this on YouTube, not listening to it on a podcast, you see that there's a lot of bold fashion on me and Meso right now. Yep. Uh, we're a bit out there. I don't think wife feeders are a bold statement to make. Like, we've talked about that before, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we're just, we're expressing ourselves, Queen. We're, we're treating, like, teaching the people to be themselves. So that's why we've gone a little bit extravagant with our neckwear, headwear, that sort of thing. But we're actually trying to bring in the wife beaters to 2023, as we've said in earlier episodes. And I feel like this is the best way to do it, introducing the cameras and just, yeah, like getting the viewers. Of our also thought-provoking conversation is like when we say like the the following statements or the following fashion, bold fashion, as we would say, is like you guys think about whether you like it or not as well. We, we'll kind of give our take on like what we think, like whether it's in, whether it's out, whether it, whenever it's, it's possible. possible. Yeah, whether it's a bold move to make and you can pull it off, whether you can't, like whether it's kind of thing. whether it's an ick or whether it's a tick as yeah. well. But if you're watching this as well, let me know how good my hat looks right now. Looking really nice. It's not like flicking a more <laughs> intrusive thoughts. I just want to fucking. <laughs> but basically, let's kick it off with fingerless gloves. What do you reckon? No, no, no. yeah, never. Like, are you cold or hot? Wait, I, don't, I feel like the only excuse for wearing fingerless gloves is if you have your phone out in the snow and you need a fucking finger scanner or something. I don't know. Like, just take your glove off. Yeah, honestly, back on. Honestly, like, why are, are your hands hot or cold? Make up it's your mind. Pretty much like cutting a condom in half and using it. Shit, like that's like the equivalent, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I reckon. And kind of the the torso equivalent of that, Mazo. Yep, is singlets with hoodie. Again, no. Bro, uh, some gym bros do that, but it's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Like, do you want to wear a singlet or do you want to wear a hoodie? Yeah. Like, I, I look, I get it temperature-wise, but also if you're hot enough to wear a singlet, why do you want a hoodie on anyway? So, I've never met a cool person that wears that. Unless you like Carmelo Anthony. And oh, you, yeah. And your hoodie mellow. 
Yeah, actually, actually yeah, that's yeah, that is. But true. to be fair, you said met, and we have not met Mello. But maybe yep. if the podcast blows up enough, and I look down Mello, the camera, we'll get and you I, on. yeah, if you're watching this right now, mate, we want to get you on. We know you've got some free time, brother, because you're not signed at the moment. Yep. So if you want to come on the one percenters, we'll have you. Up. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should be back in the league, hey, Mello. We're this one's right up my alley. This next one, pearls or necklaces in general on blokes. Yes, sir. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. I want to get a big pearl chain like this. I love my pearly. And just rock it. You love your pearly, eh? That thing would fucking choke you out, I reckon. Yeah. Is that tight on you? I am a mental you want me to add a couple beads to the bitch. I've been doing neck day at the gym lately. I think that's why. Yeah. I was going to say, your neck's looking thick. Yeah. Thanks, boy. You've been uh, doing a lot of action. Yeah. A little back bit and forth. Yeah, that. a little bit of back and forth. Yeah. Nice. I like, I like that, eh? <laughs> Amazing. So, Bali designer apparel. I think. Wearing it over there. It's fine. It's fine. You bring it back to Australia and you're wearing designer. Oh, and I know it's fake. There's nothing worse than wearing fake designer, I don't think. Yeah. Like you tacky ass. Yeah, no. If you've got like Louis V. Sunnies or Gucci, 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 Versace, like obviously not the real deal. Yeah. Um, and you've brought it back over here and you're wearing it with confidence. Yeah. You need to have a good hard look at yourself in the mirror. Right, yeah, no. you can't be you can't be bringing back that sort of thing here and expecting people to be like, oh yeah, wow, he's so like desired. Some people probably still think it's real, but yeah, it's, I mean, if you're buying it off fucking a bloke on the side of the road in Bali, it's you know it's also like fuck though. Like I like to look at people that I know aren't rich, but they wear designer, and I'm like, I know you're not rich, mate. It's still I know what you mean, but like the the clothes are legit, but it's like they're not legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah like they they're fake as it's like, mate, everyone knows you're broke. Yeah. Like, you've got $15 in the Come bank. Come on, put, pull your head in, brother. Why are you wearing a Gucci shirt? Hey, get your priorities straight. You need to be you need to be spending your money on your future. Yeah. Not your fucking yeah, designer clothes. Yeah, that's sick. Exactly. Um, feeding into, like, I mean, blokes could do this to an extent, but I think targeted more at the girls. Coin, I want to hear your thoughts. I feel like it is a bit bold. Fluorescent eyeshadow. Personally, I'm not all for it. It's not my personal preference. Yeah, for life. It's like what, do what makes you happy, but I, I, I can't get I'm behind it. Like, for like a girl, I'm actually like a kind of minimalist makeup. Like a bit of makeup is fine. I'm actually don't really like when there's too much makeup. I no, like. I hate cake face. Yeah, same. Like it's just like you could go to bed with a ten that night and then wake up the next morning and be like, oh shit, I just went to bed with Shrek. <laughs> To be fair, she's probably saying the same thing to you. I yeah. She probably said the thing when she got in the bed and left the bed. <laughs> she's like, shit, I had nothing better to do. That's why I'm here. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say nothing. Yeah, nothing better to do. But yeah, I I'm not a fluorescent like eyeshadow, like eyeliner that's not fluorescent, like kind of skin color tone, like yeah, bit darkish. I don't mind that, but like I feel like fluorescent ones is a bit out there, a bit how you. Yeah, going. I feel like if you can make yourself. Like as a chick and a bloke, yeah, make yourself look as natural as possible. Yeah. That's that's when you're at the most attractive because yeah. you're actually just like expressing yourself. You're showing confidence, yeah. and confidence like it speaks louder and looks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I actually really like that. Eh? Yeah, I want to find a chick like that. Yeah. She's like look good without makeup. Yeah, I'm not that like all you girls out there look good with both, with or without makeup, anyways. But um. Yeah, just a, just one of those real ones. This is probably the beer talking coin, but I feel like I've already locked one down. That was fucking crazy shit. Holy shit. You anyway, you're... Oh, you reckon you'll marry it? Oh, no, don't ask me, right? Answer the question. No, no so you don't want to marry it. Oh, no. 
Oh no, Nice had three quarter pits. What do you reckon about those? Um, wear shorts or trackies. Don't go in between. Fucking idiot. We'll move on to that. <laughs> matching fits at festivals. So what we mean by that is like not matching with you and your boy or you and your girl is matching the fit, like your button up say with like the same like shorts. Like same de- same design. Yeah, same design. So it almost it almost looks like a one piece, like a romper, but you've yeah. obviously got like yeah a shirt, like a button up. I've personally worn one not long ago, a button up that matches your shorts. I think with this, it's like acceptable in like very like festival environments, hundred percent. Like all that kind of like bullshit. Um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But if you were to wear that out, like at a beery, people would be like, oh, he's a bit weird. Yeah, I think you'd be... There's like certain environments. There is. I feel like you'd be labelled as a wanker. Like, I feel like actually, now that I think about it, girls can get away with matching fits in that sort of social setting. But yeah. as a bloke, you can't. And I feel like yeah. that's a bit of that's a bit of a stereotype in a way. Like, yeah. girls, if they're wearing like the matching tracky set and stuff like that, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like she's stylish or whatever. But if a bloke did it, you'd be like take it off mate you look like a wanker yeah, mate. you know what i mean it's like sort of sexist in a way yeah. but as a matching fit in general i feel like yeah you have to pick a time and a place and for blokes that's only at festivals yeah 100 percent uh so i reckon mesa what about i know you love your burks and i i think we can both agree i'm like definitely in for burks but yeah their little cousin the crocs yeah actually well crocs have been around for longer oh, actually oh, yes yeah, no the older cousin oh, what a bit pretty actually sorry. actually Jews as well, Burks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how, where, where that time was. Like, There's Jerusalem 3000. We'll call, we'll call them cousins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, personally, I can't get around Crocs. Nah, neither. They're pretty big at the moment, though. Yeah. A lot of young kids like I know. Them. I know a lot of people do wear them. Um, but Burks, I don't actually wear like the fucking $200 pair of Burks. I get a $10 pair from Kmart or, oh, Co- or Cotton Ots. Yeah. But they look, they look the exact same. I did. I'm full just battling day. I said, don't wear Bali designer apparel, but I'm full doing the equivalent you for Burks. Right. Oh, <laughs> I sound, I sound like, so hypocritical. Like you buy it in Aussie, though. It's, it's kind of a bit bad. Yeah, true. Kmart's Australian, so it's not yeah, like... Yeah, supporting the local brand. Not buying sure. it in, like, yeah, like Chinatown at Paddy's Markets or something like that, so that's yeah. all right. Um, but, yeah, coin, I can get around Burks, but I'm going to say yay for Burks and yay for Crocs at the moment. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you this one because I feel like we've got differing um, opinions. Sweaters and quarter zips. No, I'm not a massive sweater and quarter zips guy. I reckon, like, if you wear a quarter zip, you have to be, like, at least 40, taking the kids on, like... A Pablo trip? Yeah, <laughs> like, a vacation to, like, the cold ranch that ranch. your family owns. Yeah. You're, like, middle to upper class. Yeah. Like, that's just a vibe with that, I reckon. Yeah, okay. In my stage of life at the moment i can't wear that yeah i actually like my best mate's got me not sophisticated no fair i my best mate's got me a um rm williams sweater for my birthday last year that i really wanted mm. and i have worn it out on occasion and you actually complimented me if i remember correctly when we were going down to sydney for dinner one time yeah, and the receipts no I'm, I'm getting i'm telling you them right now we're in the car and i was driving and you actually said that i look like a rich dad oh yeah yeah. I don't know. Is that a compliment? I take it as a compliment. Okay. At least I'm not poor. Yeah. 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 It could be worth it. And someone, it. someone thought I was dad material. So no, I don't, yeah. So that guy, as we were t- talking about before, that wants to look rich, but he ain't rich. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Caught me there. Jade. Might yep. have to delete this segment. Yep. <laughs> um, but I am far against these. 
cargo pants. Like it looks like your old man is taking your fishing. Yeah. I can't get around cargo pants. That card. Depends. Like if they're like those like kind of trendy ones that Americans wear and stuff, they're all right. I reckon, but. I, feel like I don't know a pair myself, but you love that American fashion, though. I do. I actually do like American fashion. Yeah, it's, it's just like more accepted to be like bold over there. Like I can respect that. I feel like because at school and stuff, they don't have uniforms either, so they have well, to like establish I their fashion. Taste. Australia, but like, well, at least particularly where we live, like everyone wears the same shit. They're like Vans, old schools, like um, industry shirts. Yeah, like just a button-up shirt yeah. and like um, some denims. Like, whether that's jeans or um, shorts, like, that's literally what... If you go out around here, that's what you see everyone wear. Every bloke. Cosmos bands and then those, like, yeah. what else, the aforementioned. But, so I kind of like the American fashion where it's, like, a little bit more, like, yeah. out there and, like... Or they just, like, varied up a bit. I think that's how you get noticed as well. Just well, I feel like... Unique. I feel like the white beaters, in a sense, coin uh, that bold sort of fashion, too. Yeah. So definitely an American thing as well. Yeah, like definitely. White beaters, but that's why we're trying to bring them in. But Meso, not not a big fan of these platform shoes. I, I can't get around platform shoes. It's just like, it's like, yeah, catfishing in a way, because that's not your real height. Yeah, but it's all right for chicks if you want to look. Guys, you just comp it and you got insecurities. Like, yeah. I don't know any guys that really wear platform shoes. Nah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. It just looks like you're fucking... It just looked weird. Like, it looks, it looks a bit, yeah. It looks a bit tacky. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, it really just weird. Like, and on the shoe facet as well, man. So, docks on guys. But I can't get around docks on blokes. So, like, I know I'm gonna, Absolutely. I'm gonna lose a few mates. I was gonna say, we're we're about mates, mates, like a bit alternative and like that wearing the docks. Yeah, you know what? I can get around them if they're styled well with like a pair of long jeans. If you're wearing shorts and no, a docks, you can't, no, you can't be doing that. No, 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 no. Low cut docks and jeans, I can get around, yeah, but yeah, you can, yeah, but you can't be doing shorts. You can't, yeah, you can't be doing shorts, shorts and, and just. Well, I don't like high top docks in on blokes at all because I know that. I don't, I don't think I've really seen them on blokes. I actually, I'm throwing Angus, my brother, under the bus here. He's got a pair of high top docks. Is he straight? She, I, he's, he's got a missus. Maybe he's compensating. For a minute. Shit, I don't know. Um, but I can't get around high top docks. On blokes, um, and I can only get around low cut docks if they are mostly covered by long jeans. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. well, Mesa, bringing it back to our footy footy background, back in our heyday, back in our heyday, I used to do this for sure. Wouldn't dare see me do it now. <laughs> but shout out to the real ones that do this. Bit of a fashion statement: rocking up to footy in shoulder pads, headgears, socks, boots, and shorts. He's just getting ready, saving time. I know. He's just Efficiency. Efficiency. It's all about efficiency. efficiency. It's all about efficiency. And he just, he's trying to go out there and say, he might be in terrible before the game. This. Hey. And he's just letting the ladies know how I play footy. Hey, he, hey like, you know what? He's saving his mum on washing. Yeah. As exactly. well. He's not wearing fucking he's clothes to the game. Multiple clothes out. He's going to get those things dirty. He's going to wear them home. Probably wear them to bed. I was going to know. Well, rumor has it he's actually gone out afterwards to do a family dinner and he's fucked to do yeah. boots on. He probably slept in it the night before as well. And he reuses the same electrical tape around the laces every week. Exactly. <laughs> Reducing his carbon footprint. Doing it for the environment. Um, Coin, personally, I, again, surprise, surprise, I'm against this one too. But repping a polo shirt from your place of work. So when you see like your real estate agents going out and they've got like McGrath or Rain and Horn or Property Central written on their polo and they've gone out for drinking, I get that people will come to social events straight from their place of work, but 
throw if you know you're going out, throw a spare change clothes in the car because I don't care about your career when I'm out drinking. I just reckon like the like that's like scary thing to do, like wearing like your business out. Like I know for me personally, like the alcohol degenerate I am, like when I'm that piss, I'm just an idiot. Like I'll bring a bad image on the brand, like I don't know, probably real estate agents are a bit straighter, but like Yeah. It's just like sketchy to do as well. Well, you get, yeah, you get spotted doing the wrong thing, repping your yeah. company. You're in a lot that's of trouble. Bad. So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's that's the luxury of working at JB Coin. I don't have a uniform. I could go and wear looking like this. Yeah. What about my show as well? This has happened to us. Footy polos on the night. We got turned away from the beer one time. We, we did. That was that was weird. What did they say? They said, like, um, you're too, like, we know you're footy guys and footy guys aren't, like, reliable, like. I guess because all the oh, yeah, yeah, they just said that up. Like they said so. that the pretty much the seckies would put a target on our back if we walked in there because they'd just blame anything that happened to us. We could be sitting there peacefully having a beer, yeah. and there could be a scuffle out elsewhere. It's like, oh, the footy boys would have started that. Yeah, like exactly. it's just a it's just a bad image. But alternatively, another shirt on. Yeah, I know because we just came straight from a game. Yeah. But alternatively, Queen, when we're at the Terryville Pub, which is our oh. home, we are invincible. Oh, we should have said this in Invincible States yeah. the other week. Um, Wearing a terrible polo to the pub is like the, probably the best thing you can ever do. You could get away with murder wearing a terrible Sharks polo in the terrible pub. If you've got a mate who plays for the Sharks, get a polo if you go into the pub any time soon. for a polo and just wear it. Just, just wear it. You don't have to like footy. You can you can get away with it. Get like royalty. Yeah, you do. You can, yeah, like we said, you can get away with murder. You could fucking mistake the pool table for the toilet and you'd still be all right. And they'd just be like, come on, buddy, over this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin. Shit, I'm putting myself on the line here. Wearing, <laughs> wearing boardies to a four. <laughs> what the best commandment? if anyone doesn't know, Meso do his year six ball. Like, we'll give him a bit of leeway here. It was year six. Yeah. Full walk. <laughs> hey, how's this cop? Oi, we did like reenact it one night. Wear that out. Fuck. He wore boardies. Probably fucking custom shoes as well. I, I think they might have been Maroon custom shoes. Maroon customs. They were some bad boys he used to wear. Maroon customs. The green and blue boardies. And a button-up long sleeve shirt with a tie. Oh, no, yeah, a tie. <laughs> Bro, worst costume I've ever seen in my life. No, I was just trying to be different, man. Yeah, okay. They're trying to embrace like some bold fashion. Ava, back in the day, I remember saying to mum as well, because she was the one that dressed me at the time, and she's like, it'll look good, I promise. And then I was just like, just at that age, you do everything your mum says, eh? Like, she could have told me to fucking walk on water. Like, mum did you a dirty one, She eh? did. Like, it was a high-risk, high-reward situation. It did she just, threw you in the deep end. It just did not turn out, because we're still talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> but if I just dressed normally like everyone else, we'd be talking about, about it. Years to come. That's going to be in your autobiography. I think that I might. much sure you went yeah, the I'm, result of it. My young bloke, poor bugger, I might just have to put him in it too. Might make it a family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and six formals. You got to wear boardings. We're actually going to have to do that out, but... Yeah. But uh, to wrap that up, guys... Be bold, be brave, be different. And we will love you regardless. Exactly. Yep. All right, the ones. So to conclude this week's podcast, uh, episode five, still can't believe we're fucking five episodes in, Coin, by the way. I know. I know. It's, it's going, time flies when you're having fun. I know. But I want to pose a couple of questions to you, and they're like one or the other, right? So you yep. would you rather questions. Yep. We're going to start off with one that's very thought-provoking, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm going to lay down a couple of rules as well with it, but music or TV for the rest of your life. So let me elaborate a little bit. 
with your music, you if you choose to not sorry to like if you choose TV to go without music, you can never listen to songs on the radio on Spotify in your car. You can never go to another concert. There'll never be any more music videos. Um, even like your little interlude music that you love so much, there'll never be any of that. Um, and if you choose to go music and then there'd be no TV. TV includes it means you can't watch any more sporting events. Yeah. It means you can't watch any more movies, TV shows. There's no Netflix. Um, there's no free-to-air TV, obviously. And, sporting events. And then I'm going to say with t- if you um, choose music, you can still have social media, though. Like, you can still have your Snapchat. And I'll enable TikTok, but there's no YouTube. Fuck that. Those are the fuck guidelines right there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To put it on the spot. Anyways... I'm going. If you pulled the sporting out, I'd hundred percent do music. I think I'm still going to go with music. I think music just like puts you in a different, like, it just brings you to another state of like being like you just didn't think you could like be in. It's so like creative and like it can actually change your mood so easily. It can, yeah, it can actually change your mood like that. Like, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna have to go with music, Mason. I'm going to go with music as well, solely because, again, like we said, it can change your mood. Um, I feel like I could probably go without TV. And music's obviously been around a lot longer than TV has too. So I love going to live events, concerts, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to, yeah, choose music over TV. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one, definitely, before. But on a more uncomfortable note, may I say, itchy or hungry forever? Fuck. I feel like... It's hard because if you're hungry for I don't want to be hungry forever. Yeah, but if you don't want to be hit, yeah, no, no. If you're hungry forever, I just kill myself. Hey, but that means you could you could so easily get overweight because you're always hungry, as well. So you have to like learn your limitations. But if you're itchy all the time, that is just the worst feeling in the world. So I'm probably gonna have to go with hungry and just put up with it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. With, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you there. That's a real tough one, but to be honest, yeah. All right, coin. You get a text message from a one night stand. Would you rather hear here? I'm pregnant or I have an incurable STD and the source for this one is Google. Shit. Fuck. That's a rough, eh? I've got to go. Actually, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. You can't get... No, I'm going incurable STD, eh? I was about to say you can't get an abortion if she's pregnant. Oh, it depends what point I am in my life. If I'm, like, really rich and shit... Maybe if it happened tomorrow, and I'm pregnant. I'd probably rather if I'm really rich. If it happened tomorrow, oh fuck no! Nah, yeah, I'll go the incurable STDA. Eh? Yeah, okay. Can still work my way around that somehow. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I can write a disclaimer even before. Yeah, I feel like oh shit, man. I'm probably gonna go the other way. You have to give up every. You have to give up this podcast, Mesa, if you, if you have a kid tomorrow. Oh shit, man. But if I do, have to go work, fucking. Yeah, but if I have an STD, if I have an STD with you, it just means I'm going to be itchy for the whole episode, and that's just going back to the itchy and hungry thing. Yeah, I get. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say pregnant and bring up a little Meso. Nah, fuck, I wouldn't want to deal with little Meso. I'm gonna go, yeah, have an, yeah, have an incurable STD. So yeah, Meso, this is, this is a rough one. This one, lose all your memories you've made in 22, 2022, or the money you've made in 2022. I feel like, coin. I didn't make that much money and the memories that I made 
will go down forever. Obviously, being the year of our twenty first as yeah. well, like we had that run yeah, from from like September to dead set New Year's, where yeah, we would have something on every weekend, and we made so many memories yeah. there. Um, I'm saying I would way rather give up the money to keep the memories. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Yeah, you so one of those proper. So I don't know. I grinded last year, so like money was. I don't know what I'd give up. I think I'd give up. Uh, yeah, I still think back about money. Like I made yeah. a lot of good memories last year. They say they say money can't last forever. Money can't buy happiness. So I reckon exactly. I can I can live with that for now. Yeah, I can definitely live with that as well. All right, Queen, we may as well just get straight into it now. Um, give us your song of the week. Miss You by Oliver Tree. Iconic song. Everyone in Australia knows it. Quirky character Oliver, but uh, he makes great music. So that's like my song of the week. Yep, I respect that. Queen, I just want to set the scene for you for my song of the week, right? So we're on one of our infamous road trips with the boys. Yeah. We're driving out in, let's say, North Coast country. Yeah. On a private like back road. And this song comes on because Maso's on Ox and he knows how to look after you. Yeah. Dream Catch Me by Newton Faulkner. He's got a good voice as well, eh? It's fucking what probably one of them. You just look off into the distance and you're like, I'm content. I'm not happy. I'm content. With life. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Like, life is good. He's got to be one of, like, the best gingers in the business, I reckon. <laughs> He's got ginger dreadlocks, too. He's going, that's bold fashion. That, that's a bold fashion, man. That's some crazy stuff. 100%. But, Coin, give us your inspo. I know you've been itching. Tell us this one. So, this, this my inspiration, guys, is for all those people that go nightclubbing and all that kind of stuff. And I think it is kind of true, but a 2 at 10 is a 10 at 2, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like definitely <laughs> definitely goes both ways. Yeah. But we're keeping the audience modest. Yeah. Alright, Queen, I'm gonna go short and sweet, but it's I find it very inspirational. I'm gonna look down the barrel of the camera when I say it too. Play like your first, train like your second. Mm. Yeah. But just keep always get that dull mentality. Dull. Keeps you on your tones. Always make sure. You're always chasing. You're always chasing that next level. That's what I think. Kind of got to go. Like also the quote that's like, man, you've got to shoot for something higher than what you actually want. If you want to be a world champion boxer, you want to shoot to be the greatest of all time because even if you fall short, you're still like among the stars kind of thing. Exactly. You know I mean, the expectations higher. Like yeah. That. Yeah. That's what I believe. All right. It's all about success. That's what we're going after in 2023. That's five episodes in the book, Coin. Pleasure to do a business with you as usual. And that's another week. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. See you once.